Welcome to episode 21 of Faith and Beliefs Refuted. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So today, I honestly almost just skipped this one, but I said I was going to respond to every episode of Faith and Beliefs, so I'm going to respond to this one. Um, I'm just going to let it go. Um, we'll, we'll start the video. I'm going to just let David talk and let him go all the way through. And I'm going to reserve pretty much every bit of my response to this video for the very end. So without further ado, let's go and talk to, let David talk to us. The keystone of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is... The Book of Mormon. If it's a fraud, the rest of our truth claims come tumbling down. We know that, and critics of our faith know that as well. So naturally, people have been studying, testing, challenging, and scrutinizing the Book of Mormon for almost 200 years now, trying to figure out where this book came from. Joseph claimed it came from ancient metal sheets or plates with the appearance of gold. Critics claim that based on the descriptions of the plates we have available, the plates couldn't possibly have been pure gold. And guess what? Latter-day Saint scholars actually agree with the critics on this one. But before you go chuck your Book of Mormon out the window, let's look into this. A block of solid gold shaped into the alleged dimensions of the plates would weigh about 200 pounds. However, we know that it wasn't a block of solid gold, they were sheets of metal, so if we account for the airspace in between pages, we're looking at anywhere from 100 to 200 pounds, generously. That's a problem because witnesses like Martin Harris and William Smith claim the plates weighed about 40 to 60 pounds. Additionally, gold is a soft metal. It's unlikely that engravings would have lasted throughout so many centuries without becoming distorted. So, witnesses testify that the plates had a gold color but weighed 40 to 60 pounds and the engravings were obviously still there and not distorted. Here's where things get interesting. In pre-Columbian Mesoamerica, the Spanish discovered that the indigenous people used a metal alloy called tumbaga. It was composed of gold, copper, and sometimes silver. Coincidentally, in the Book of Mormon, Nephi claimed to have access to each of these metals. The copper would have provided the metal sheets with the hardness they needed to preserve engravings, but would not have necessarily stripped the plates of their golden appearance. And the gold would have saved the plates from oxidizing and turning totally green like the copper Statue of Liberty. Interestingly enough, while the plates are most often described as gold, William Smith did also describe them as a mixture of gold and copper. Jumbaga accounts for the color of the golden plates as well as the hardness, but what about the weight? Well, geologist and engineer Jerry Grover worked out the math and found that a set of Jumbaga plates could reasonably weigh between 53 and 58 pounds, well within the 40 to 60 pound range our witnesses estimated. Now, 
Did Joseph Smith actually believe and claim that the plates were solid gold, or was gold just meant to describe their color and not their metallurgical composition? Frankly, either claim is fine with me. If they looked like gold, the young Joseph Smith might have assumed they actually were gold. But gold as simply a description of color is probably the more accurate conclusion. What at one time might have been a heavy left hook against the validity of the Book of Mormon has since turned into quite convincing evidence in favor of the reality of the golden plates. But of course, the most convincing witness is that of the Spirit of God, which comes as a result of sincere study and prayer about the book. For more information on this topic, check out the links in the description below. If you want to actually read the Book of Mormon, there's a link. All right, so there you go. Uh, apparently, the Book of Mormon wasn't solid gold. I don't know anybody who ever made the claim that it absolutely was. Um, and my response to this is, who cares? I, I've, I have never used the um, makeup of the golden plates uh, in any way, shape, or form to discuss or uh, prove or validate the um, fraudulent uh, <laughs> fraudulence of the Book of Mormon. We'll put it that way. Um, I know that Bill McKeever at the Manti Pageant uh, regularly brings out a uh, uh, prop that is lead or something in the dimensions of what the Book of Mormon should have been and ask people to try to heft it and um, it's heavy and you can't lift it and you couldn't run with it and so on. And I mean, that's a, an apologetic that I've never used and I don't know many people who do. Utah Lighthouse Ministries has a, a replica of what the Book of Mormon could be and what it would weigh in the, in the bookstore. And I mean, it, they're great novelties, and granted, yeah, they're, uh, they can be used, but I don't know that anybody who uses this as an absolute uh, refutation of the Book of Mormon. The content of the book, the uh, manner in which it was put together, and the just all those, there's so many other things that... Uh, Prove the Book of Mormon to be a fraud. Uh, I have a video on my oldest on my old Facebook or YouTube page. Um, I will share the the link in the description below. You can check that out uh, based off of Greg Trimble's eleven questions you have to ask about the Book of Mormon. Um, and supposedly, if you ask those questions, it's going to be true. And uh, so I got all kinds of things beeping and dinging over here. So, um, but. I answered the 11 questions and ultimately the, the, the makeup or the metallurgy or whatever, the weight heft of the, the gold plates, it's a, it's a moot point and it's interesting. Sorry. I should probably mute all these things before, um, going into a video, but yeah, there you go. Live, uh, live video. Okay. Enough. Stop. <laughs> um, so now I lost my train of thought. So the this has has no bearing on the the truth or fraudulence of the Book of Mormon. There's so many other things, and there's so many contradictions, anachronisms, all kinds of things, changes in the Book of Mormon that have happened that prove it to be false. 
So this is kind of, I mean, there's no Christian response to this because this is not a doctrine or a belief. This is just, this is just apologetics. This is them, uh, David, just throwing up a, a red herring to go, oh, look, here, we've explained how the Joseph Smith could carry and do everything that he said he did with golden plates, and let's not discuss anything of the content of the book. So, again, my absolute response to this particular video is, who cares? Who cares? There's so much more important, uh, other important things we need to discuss with the LDS people that if, if we're out uh, talking to to Mormons about the gospel of Jesus Christ and we are off talking about the weight, uh, dimensions, and makeup of the gold plates, we've gotten off into the weeds and they've probably dragged us there. We need to get back. And I think some uh, talking to someone tonight and they told me, I, I want to say that uh, uh, Dr. White, uh, James White said that it's like driving on a freeway. Okay, you, you hit an exit and you got off. Find a place to get back on and get back to that freeway of the gospel. And that's what we discuss. We don't concern ourselves with the makeup of the gold plates. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not an important issue and it's not going to uh, draw anybody to Christ talking about the, the weight of the gold plates. It's a, that's an argument of who wants to be right and not an argument of what does God say? What is the gospel? What, you know, so there's so many other things. So again, for however many times I've said it, my response to the gold, were the gold plates gold or alloy or whatever, who cares? What's important is always, always preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.